We've synced. We've slated. Sunk we've it. reconnected. Mm-hmm. Time to get this party going. Hello, this is Lawrence Lewis. And this is Sister Christian. Today is Friday, May 22nd, 2020. This is the Producers Happy Hour, a daily podcast with two producers on opposite coasts, reaching out to our filmmaking and live event community to hear your stories about how the pandemic has affected you, your life, and your work. Your stories let us know that we're not alone. It's important for us to keep sharing our experiences and ideas. It's been a long road. It has. So email us, or better yet, send a one- to two-minute voice memo. Send it to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Follow the instructions on our website, producershappyhour.com. And please share this show with everybody you know. Talking <laughs> friends, frenemies, enemies, <laughs> colleagues, work people, you know, family, your neighbors. We want these stories to be heard because we can all relate to them. Frenemies is new. I'm keeping a tally of all the new ones you come up with on every episode. I mean, and they're off the cuff, just so everyone knows. There's <laughs> nothing written down in front of me. None rehearsed. Nothing rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. And Christian, believe it or not, this is episode 52. I know. I, I do believe it, but I don't believe it as well. It feels like uh, it feels like a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And I was thinking last night, you know, about what today's episode should be about. And I had this realization that you and I, without a real plan and being brand new to podcasting, <laughs> putting ourselves out there in a very unique and unusual way, which we're not. I don't think either of us are huge extroverts. Um, Is that- you know, I uh, I feel like I'm an extrovert outside and an introvert inside, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think we're both introverted yeah. extroverts, right? Yeah. Which supposedly is a thing. Uh-huh. Um, but so without a plan and under extreme circumstances, we connected a lot of people together and shared a lot of stories and we produced... Almost 40 hours of content. From my basement, from your trailer. From your basement, from, <laughs> from Joshua Tree. Yes, from L.A., from New York. Yeah, and people seem to be pretty uh, warm to it, too, like everyone we asked. Um, well, in the beginning, you know, people didn't quite know where they were mentally, but now you yeah. ask the same people, they're like, I want on. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's great. So I'm glad people are listening. And, you know, if you go back, all the episodes are on the website, producershappyhour.com. And every day we checked in with each other. So we go through all of the emotions. We have a lot of discovery. It's raw. (laughs) We have a lot of discovery and we learn so much by just talking to people in our community. I I never could have imagined that we we set out to learn, right? We said the goal of this was to learn about producing mm-hmm. and how to be a better producer by talking to people. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years did I imagine when we started the show before the pandemic took hold what we would be learning by doing the show. You know, I've always felt as my job as a producer or the way that I produce, because I know there's many different um, angles, but I do have a bit of advocacy in myself. And I, f- I feel like the last 40 hours of content has made me really want to fight for our community. Yeah, it's it's brought absolutely. me. I mean, from my basement, I'm closer to the community somehow uh, yeah. without somehow. seeing them, without yeah. touching them. Exactly. I'm closer with them, and my need to move forward with a better way of doing things is is uh, tangible. Like I, I definitely, and I think it can be done. I don't it think that's just. Done. I don't think it's just hope or whimsy. I really do think that we can do something here. We can make some change. 
That's good to hear because last night, you know, things are happening so quickly and there's so much talk about going back to work and we're going to get into that in a second. But I started to panic that, oh, God, are we just all of a sudden back and all these conversations <laughs> we had about shifts and change and bettering ourselves and bettering the industry is just all for naught. And we're just going to go back to work with except maybe there's we have masks on. But I don't think so, because there's still more work to do. And I think people realize that. And I think the simple fact of all of a sudden our lives getting really tiny mm-hmm. and the things that we took for granted become so important mm-hmm. that that's going to have a lasting effect on us. And I think we're going to treat everything a little bit different because our priorities shifted massively in a matter of days. And I do think that, you know, finding this voice and allowing people to have their voice mm-hmm. will allow us to speak up more and more often in the future because that's you know i think what we got into a routine let's call it or we uh it was very familiar to Mm -hmm. say yes and to figure out a way to do things and not set any type of boundaries or structure it was just we were all just thankful to be called for the job and would do anything to get it done. And I'm not saying that I'm not that now. Yeah, exactly. That's not change, but Mm-mm. I think we're, we're just going to go about it differently. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm overwhelmingly thankful to have any kind of job <laughs> Yeah, because it just, I understand that our, our business is a lot of times work and reputation based merits, let's call it. I'm thankful to have work for sure. I think that there's a way that we can do it where we protect ourselves, protect the crew, and protect the company from liability and mm-hmm. all the things mm-hmm. that we need to think mm-hmm. about moving forward because we're living with this for yeah. at least two more years. I don't care what they say about this, you know, <laughs> AstraZeneca <laughs> getting like, no, that's not a that's not a thing. And so, you know, we were on our friend Scott Robinson's live stream variety show a few weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And for that... <laughs> last week. Like, who knows? Time last is, week. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. For that, we put together a little sizzle so that he could play something for mm-hmm. his audience mm-hmm. about what we've been doing these past nine weeks. And I don't know if anybody else has heard it, so I think we should play it and take a listen because it kind of encapsulates... It's a little time capsule of a bunch of moments and emotions and things that happened over the past 50 episodes. Mm-hmm. So let's take a listen. <laughs> is this really how we're going to start the podcast? Yay! Our first episode. episode. (laughs) Hello, this is Lawrence Lewis. And this is Sister Christian. Things have changed very quickly. We are now going to take this opportunity to reach far and wide into our filmmaking community. We want to hear your stories. We need to hear your story. This is Luke. I'm a producer in San Francisco. I really love what you're doing with the Producers Happy Hour. On set, it was very apparent that this was everyone's last job. Almost every job had either canceled or postponed for two months, for March and April. Of course, our problem is the landlords aren't giving any, what they're offering us is bunkers. Remembering that last week, we were all still trying to figure out how we would be filming this week. And this week on Monday, we all realized it's gone. It's gone. Nobody's filming right now. We should not be gathering in groups of more than 10. Hi, production friends and family. It's Susan Lynn's production designer. I am trying to stay in complete faith 
and positive during this time. We were about to start shooting our first short film when a few days before one of the actors uh, was quarantined. Times like this will maybe install the next level of authenticity and sincere awareness. I think consumers will walk away from this and really understand who was there to actually help. How do employers allow for somebody to say, hey, I'm sick, I really can't come in. Do you say as an employer, I'm going to pay you out so that you are making every effort to help people not feel horrible about calling in sick? My name is Jonathan Bentley. I'm a Dallas cameraman. I'm not working right now. No, I don't have any work lined up, but we got a beautiful home. Uh, I think we can survive. We're chatting with the executive director of the Producers Health Benefits Plan, Sean Cooley. So we're waiving everything that you would be spending on a recurring monthly basis for the next three months per week. That's amazing. That's huge. What does humanity actually need? Let's just yeah. reevaluate everything. You said I can't give you what I normally would. I also mm-hmm. think it's I don't want to give you what I normally would. Thank you. I mean, it's hard to admit in our business. You can't say no. We can say no now. We have been empowered to say no. And being producers, we will adapt. The people who will not do well are the people who are not going to morph to the change. The modern story is separation, domination, and control. And that we're moving to a new story. We're in a transition. Be okay with that. We have a very strong opportunity to bring hope, to just remind ourselves that everything will be okay. It's like the world hit the pause button and uh, is forcing us all to slow down, Stop polluting, stop consuming, and focus on what it means to be human. And, uh... It's a tough one. Yeah. It's like a slow wave washing over. Yeah. And, yeah. It's weird, right? That was very sizzly. (laughs) It's very sizzly. It's weird to listen to all those moments. It is, because, um, you know... uh, We've lived five lives. Yeah. In the last two and a half Seriously. months. And Remember when, when we thought we could gather in groups of 10 people and you could still get a firm, film permit? Why? I know. <laughs> that feels gross <laughs> right now. <laughs> but yeah. And then I think we went through emotions. We've been on a roller coaster that has uh, when do we open? When do we not open? This person's yeah. doing this. This one's doing that. Um, we all need, you know, stimulus money. Like it, all of it is. All um, of it. You know, just thinking back on what we've accomplished in the last two months, too, as a society, yeah. you know, and how quickly we adapted is so most of us. <laughs> as true in life. Most, yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, it's amazing. So, I guess we should let everyone know this is the very last episode of Producer. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, we should. <laughs> we should. Done. Talk about, I guess, I don't know. I, I put in here we should talk about a schedule going forward, but I don't think we know what that schedule is. Uh-uh. We're both, we're going to keep, we're going to keep recording. We're going to keep this. We're going to record when we can. And, exactly. You know, we're not trying to scare anyone here. And <laughs> <laughs> your daily, you know, I like scaring fix. People. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, as things begin to ramp up out there, it just makes sense for us to begin to dial down the dailies. Dial down the dailies and, uh, you know, we got to focus on ourselves getting back to work. And that's involved a lot. But we should say, too, that Monday's a holiday in right. some worlds. Yes. <laughs> so, so we're not on for the weekend. We won't be on for Monday. It's a long weekend for us. But we have a crew safety roundtable on Tuesday. 
And that's going to be a producer's roundtable. Yes. it's uh... Producers from, I believe, mostly commercial and content, but all kind of varying degrees of it. So it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. We have two New Yorkers and one L.A., and everybody's from a different generation of producing. I think it's going to yeah. be great. It's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. So we should talk about this Hollywood safety white paper. Yeah, that's the big news today, guys. That's the big news. It came out yesterday or maybe the day mm-hmm. before, and Gavin Newsom apparently is going to have some information on Monday about how to get film production back into business in most counties, maybe not L.A. Right. And then there's important news in here about New York as well. So IndieWire.com, they got a hold of the paper apparently early, and they've kind of shared some information. So basically what it says is an industry task force has created a document outlining how production could safely return. The report itself is being written for a very specific audience, the governors, yours and mine, Cuomo and Newsom, right? Where the hubs were big production hubs. And the report clearly states its goal in the first sentence. And it says the industry-wide labor management safety committee task force respectfully submits the following recommendations for consideration and adoption under a future governor's executive order for the resumption of motion picture, television, and streaming productions in an environment that minimizes the risk of contracting or spreading COVID-19. So obviously that's the goal. And may I just point out that as as we know, nothing is 100%. So this is about minimizing and you understand that we will need to take some responsibility for our own health and safety moving forward. Right. So on Monday, Gavin Newsom is going to lay out guidelines for production to resume. Oddly, though, that's going to happen before hearing from the industry task force that was designed to make recommendations on how to do it safely. A little interesting there. They were hoping they could get this paper to him like earlier this week, the 18th, Mm -hmm. right? So as we mentioned, IOTC hired a virologist so they could really dive into actual safety and what does need to happen and what doesn't, which is great because I've said this whole time, maybe not on the show, but to my partner, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be afraid of. Right. You know, (laughs) can I just eat the broccoli from the grocery store? Do we need to wash it in soap? What do I do? So having virologists <laughs> weigh in and tell us what you need to be worried about and what not is important. Now, this document basically is talking about education. It's mostly stressing education. Yes. Training, education, mandatory training, and implementation processes to audit and enforce completion by all cast and crew of this training. Mm-hmm. So and and that's where our safety monitor comes in, I'm sure. Exactly, right? yeah. And I've actually, full disclosure, been on a few New York City-only roundtables with a bunch of crew, and we're all f- trying to figure out, too, how to, if this doesn't get implemented in a state government way, how can we begin to make sure that it happens anyway? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this because document recommends a trained COVID safety monitor. Mm-hmm. Still don't know where that person comes from, but a third party. OSHA. Is, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Please, OSHA. And this individual should be on set at all times during all work hours, and they will oversee and monitor physical distancing, symptoms, protocols, blah, 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 PPE, all that stuff. So the other thing that this talks about is this paper recommends one-time nasal swab testing of all cast and crew 48 to 72 hours prior to the start of a production. Mm-hmm. If they're limited, it should go to the people that need it most because they are involved in close contact stuff like hair and makeup and and whatnot. Actors, of course. 
recommendation. This is interesting. So here's a great workaround. Recommending an electronic survey that would Mm -hmm. be pushed out to all cast and crew mobile devices so you can track symptoms since there is such a laundry list of symptoms Mm -hmm. and they don't all mean something bad individually. Right. So like if you wake up and you have a scratchy throat, you mark it. Right. Or headaches. Or headaches. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're kicked off the job. So it Mm -hmm. gives you the freedom to be honest. Mm -hmm. But then if you do, all of a sudden you do have this interesting combination that's lasted over a few days, then maybe you get flagged. Hopefully, as Susan Ruit Anderson said in our sizzle reel, that hopefully maybe we do have some sort of sick leave for people. Oh, so yeah. They don't worry about, you know, that. 100% have to start bidding that, everyone. Yes, I really want to fight for that. Extra cleaning crews, wiping down high-touch surfaces, blah, blah, blah. Temperature screening, not recommended. Not recommended. We've been saying this for weeks now. It's this. Uh-huh. Even. The temperature doesn't, I know, and um, it's still on a lot of people's safety lists and people keep bringing it up and I'm just like, what's it going to do? Tell you, what's you know, it do? what's it going to yeah. do? I mean, yeah. really, because by the time you have the fever, you're pretty deep in it. Exactly. It also recommends that, uh, you know, any scenes where there's kissing or uh, affection <laughs> between actors should be limited and only done between two people that have tested negative within 48 hours. Obviously, face masks, PPE, all that is recommended. Virtual meetings for prep, writer's rooms, all that should be virtual. Mm-hmm. Eliminate crowd scenes. Air travel is not recommended. If it's a big crew, consider chartering a plane. Remember we used to do that? <laughs> I've, I have absolutely chartered planes for jobs, and oh, it was let's amazing. Get, let's go back to that. <laughs> Studio audiences should be avoided. Stunt performers should be limited. You know, this is all the this is all the right stuff. The most important thing is it does skip over the question of enforcement, right? Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's Which, a hot button issue, mm-hmm. as this document says. Mm-hmm. In other countries, onset safety advisors are empowered to dictate how elements of production are executed to keep everyone safe, and it's a legal requirement in other countries. So, hmm. much like an animal safety monitor isn't a legal requirement, it's so you can get a certificate. So then distributors will air your show right. or your commercial. And that was kind of what we were thinking about, too, when it comes to, let's say, stages in New York. Like, stages require in their contract that you hire a medic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You know, there's a workaround just about all of these if people get together and think about them. And workaround meaning if it's not, you know, an enforceable law, stages or first ADs, unions could require that it happens. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing that for me is still an issue, I don't know about you, but uh, insurance. Yes. And so I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I know we've talked about it. And there's been, uh, I just actually spoke to somebody who was on a huge call with Taylor and Taylor. Mm. And there's really no solution yet. But so the only answer is they're not covering it. Right. And so I've seen wording where production companies They're not willing to take the risk of Mm -mm. having a five-day shoot and day three, somebody tests positive or has, you know, and then the whole shoot needs to shut down. They're not willing to take that responsibility, which I don't blame them. So now uh, contracts are being drafted in different ways. So if if insurance is not going to cover it, then you need to cover yourself in your contracts. Right, exactly. And workers' comp, so far, all I know is it's only covered in California. I don't know about COVID-19 is only covered in California. I don't know, know about other states. 
Right. And isn't that, it's not implemented, it's still discussions? or uh, Not sure. Not yeah. sure. It was an executive order by Newsom. So it, okay. Uh, then, but I then don't yes. know when it starts. I don't know when it starts. So that's an issue. And, you know, first ADs and producers are responsible for safety on set. So does health fall under our purview as well? Are we now personally responsible for health of our crew? I think the answer is yes. I think um, the answer is partially. And I think that people are partially responsible for their own health as well. Yeah. And I'm not asking this to shirk the responsibility and be no, a bad course. producer. I'm talking about my own personal liability. Yes. Right. Oh, so yes. Am yes, I yes, risking yes, yes, yes. my own personal life? Can I get sued? Mm-hmm. By producing a shoot as a freelance producer, I'm not with a company. That's an interesting thought. We need to follow that right? road. Because of the Sarah Jones case. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the producers went down and the first day. That was negligence down. for sure. It, oh, it was 100% negligence. So what would be considered negligence in this? What would be considered negligence here? And it sets a precedent, right? So that's just what mm-hmm. I want to. And I, again, we've been saying this, we're not doctors. So we need... <laughs> Much we to need, my mom's chagrin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have the right information and follow the right information, and I will do it. I just need to know what it is. Yeah, things are a little bit too fluid still for me to be able to walk onto a set. I think that you and I have done more, I mean, I'm not going to compare us to other people, but more research than I could ever imagine on the subject. I think that we're pretty versed in it. Exactly. (laughs) We're pretty versed in it. I still don't feel like I would be able to catch everything that I would need to think about. Right. So there's an article in Variety. Productions need insurance to start rolling, but actuaries don't want to take the risk. Right. And it says, you can Google it. We'll put the link in this this and the IndieWire thing in our show notes. But Jane Pruitt, CEO of Independent Film Television Alliance, says it's a giant problem. The entertainment business does not work without insurance. And right now, the insurance industry is getting crushed. It poses a tremendous obstacle to restarting film and TV productions. If insurers aren't willing to sell policies, the cameras won't roll. Yes, because I also do know that the Senate is discussing making it impossible to sue, like, say, Tyson. Say you go to work Uh at a meat plant and you get sick, you cannot sue them. And so it feels like that's where this is going. So if we're not protected as individuals and the production companies aren't protected, then we need to, you know, explore and discuss that more because it only just opens us up to more liability. Yeah. And sometimes we're at the mercy of how the production company wants to run things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've lived a little leaner now for two and a half months, right? And understood that mm-hmm. change needs mm-hmm. to happen moving forward. And I'm in a different position than everybody else out there. You can only be in your individual position. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to work. I'm happy to work. I love working. I realize how much I miss it. I miss being on set. No, it's my career. It's our careers. <laughs> You just want to do it right. It's more than a job, right. I know. It's important to do it right because now it's people's, uh, people's no, health people. and lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else, Christian? Lawrence, this show is edited and co-produced by Rob Bloomkey. Artwork and logo design by Christopher Daniels. And our music, just listen, was composed <laughs> by Kyle Puccia. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As we said, we're off for the weekend. Monday is a holiday. We will be back next week with a crew safety roundtable on Tuesday. So until then, stay safe, stay connected, stay active. But we got to still keep staying home. 
And I'd like to say thanks for listening too. It's been a yeah. it's been amazing. <laughs> so wash your hands, don't touch your damn face, and clean that disgusting phone that you were reading whatever on the in the bathroom this morning with that you know, <laughs> shit plume. And if you do have to go outside, please wear a mask. Be sure to send us your voice recordings or your emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Lawrence, listen, they're itching to get a hold of you. How do they do it? <laughs> LawrenceTLewis.com or for voiceover work, voiceoflawrence.com. Christian, how about you? SisterChristianProduces.com. Uh, long weekends. I'll miss you, Lawrence. Bye. <laughs> Bye.